Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Elementium Lighter. Who? Light up your fucking life, bitch. Oh, yeah. That's their slogan, not mine. All right. That's what it says on this piece of paper. Light up your life, bitch. Elementiumlighter.com. Eco-friendly. Um, it is uh, no plastic waste. USB rechargeable. What do you know about that? I don't know nothing. What do you know about a lighter that you plug in? It's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I know that you can win one if you enter the Natural Habitat Podcast costume contest by emailing us a photo of your costume. It's almost Halloween. I'm sure that you're getting your costume now. Today, maybe even. So go ahead and snap a little pic of that costume and send it to naturalhabitatpodcast at gmail.com to win. An Elementium Lighter from ElementiumLighter.com. And if you don't like winning stuff, then just go to their website and use the code NHP to save 10%. And then don't win stuff. Get yourself a time burner watch and put a dab in it. We want to know what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try it too. He will. It'll be, it. you guys will both try it simultaneously via Skype. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, go buy one. That's it. All right. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, today we're asking some questions that we Going might not deep. that we might not want to ask. Going deep, son. Going deep. You ready? Balls deep. You ready to get deep? Yep. It's gross. Let's do this. You know, cheese was probably a bad choice of something to eat right before we started a podcast. Oh, yeah? Right before we started a podcast. Oh, yeah? Welcome to the Natural Habitat One. My name's Mikey Booyah. My name is Jukes Wizardman. And we are here with quite a uh, quite a conundrum, quite a conspiracy, I would say. Yeah, it's uh, something new. I'm going to come right out the gate and say... Conspiracy, I'm calling conspiracy. I'm calling something. I'm calling bullshit. Probably. So, <laughs> yeah, you gonna call bullshit? <laughs> yeah, but okay. um, I don't know. It, I don't know, man. I'm really interested in stuff like this because uh, it's just it's just set up really well, you know. Yeah. Whether whether it's real or fake, I don't think is uh, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. No, it's like. It's really the destination, you know, like, or like the trip, really, you know, it's like you're going somewhere and it's fun while you're going, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be let down either way because it was like, it was fun, uh, finding all the shit and speculating and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. We've been going down some YouTube rabbit hole for like the last hour and a half, just tripping out on shit. And, uh, so the name of this podcast is, Jacques Niederman. Is that what it is? Nietzscher. Nietzscherman? Yeah. It is Jacques Nietzscherman. And this guy, this gentleman, was a psychic 
from uh, France, and he made some video back in 1980 that, first of all, I'd like to state that we are not affiliated with any sort of production company that has to do with the Nietzscheman film. Yeah, for sure. We're not connected to this in any yeah, way. Yeah, we're not trying to get you to buy the movie. You don't. We're not trying to get you to watch it. Pi- yeah, don't even watch it. Pirate it, if anything. Don't- yeah, don't even watch it. Just watch the YouTube <laughs> stuff. Yeah, just find it on YouTube because there's plenty on there. So this guy, Jacques Nietzscheman, uh, was a psychic that made a video back in the 80s, went around, circulated. He made quite a few, actually, but the original one got posted in 2012 on YouTube. Somebody had found it, and uh, they said that it was actually given to them and kept themselves anonymous. Posted it online under the name Paranormal72. Is that what it is? Four. 74. Paranormal 74. I was real close. And um, Jacques makes some very startling predictions in his video. I've heard a lot of psychic stuff. I've heard a lot of stuff about Nostradamus and all these old school predictions. But uh, what are some of the – list off some of the things that he predicted. Well, uh, he said when he was 10, he predicted – um, man going to the moon on a rocket. Yeah. Now that's some crazy shit. And that and was, that, that was, was in, in the 1950. Yeah. So that's a trip. So that was, I don't know if it was his first, but that was at a very young age. Yeah. And he said that he told his parents and they kind of like shook it off until it happened. And then they're like, Oh shit. You know, maybe he was right. Yeah. Or for sure he was right, because, yeah, obviously, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure he was right. And he even said that it was going to be in 1969. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, whatever. <laughs> anyways, that's not... The times aren't really the specific part, because no, uh, nobody ever really gets the right time, even, no matter what they're predicting. It's very, like, uh, round... You know what I mean? It's rounded down or up or whatever. Like, it's, they know a general time frame. So, like, like even when the shit he was talking about in 2000 wasn't the exact mind, like, time frame either. You know what I mean? Like, he, yeah. he, he made a lot of predictions and, um, they came close within like five or 10 years. And he left himself so like, big windows too. He was like, between 2005 and 2013. The United yeah. States is going to elect an African-American president. And that happened. Yeah, so he... he Let's start down the line. What else did he predict? He predicted... Uh, the he, first big thing he predicted was uh, Chernobyl. And that's what he was like, really... He predicted... Um, he said Chernobyl was going to happen. The fall of the Berlin Wall, he predicted. Yeah. Um... um he uh, predicted like this whole technology wave with internets and everyone having home computers. Email. Yeah, email and technology kind of helping us run our Self- lives. Cell phones and stuff. Um, 9-11, he predicted like a terrorist attack on American soil in New York or L.A. And that that would turn into wars over um, religion and terrorism. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, and then another big thing that he started getting to, which a lot of people wanted to interview him for, 
it seemed like that was the only thing they wanted because he was like, this is what you want, right? Is this what you want me to give you? And he like threw over the table and shit. But uh, it was aliens. He predicted that in 2012 that aliens were going to invade Earth. And then he kind of stated later on that it was going to be an incubation period where they would come in and silently live among us or do their thing for a while. And then in 2015, then they were going to take over. So that took away a lot from his claims at the time, I'm sure. And, but then he adjusted his claim and said that the takeover would be a cyber attack. Yeah. Which happened today. Yeah, which happened this morning. While we were recording this. Yeah. Which is kind of like a weird thing. I think, you know, timing is like really everything. Everything happens for a reason. Like, why did we find this shit? Why did I find this shit last night? And then all of a sudden, some weird shit happens today, you know? It's like, it's super weird, right? Yep. It's a trip, how it happens like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like we were supposed to find it for a reason, but at the same time, it's like we weren't supposed to find it at all. Yeah. Because... Yeah, and, it's, and so, the hokey part about this whole thing is like, um, the followers and the people involved and things like that don't really add up. Yeah. You know? So, we didn't... We need to kind of set it up better so people can understand what, where we're coming from. Um, do you have the first video? Uh, yeah, but it's all in French. Yeah, well, I was. We're gonna have to read. Do they have the subtitles in the in the um, description? Uh, no. Anyways, fuck. We'd have to they, go through. They they really need to um, watch this first video. So they can see like all the real bold predictions. Cause we had a whole list. What else was on that list? Uh, that was it. I had hybrid cars. Did I say that? Hybrid cars? <laughs> no. He also said flying cars, but he said that we weren't going to be dependent on oil anymore and that there was going to be hybrid cars. And, um, all of these predictions, the hybrid cars, fall the Berlin Wall, Chernobyl, uh, Obama, the internet, computers, Aliens, 9-11, all this shit was made in one... All these predictions were made in one video. Like in yeah, one four-minute-long video, you could and, watch him claim all these things. And it was in 1980, supposedly. Yeah. And so that's where like, it kind of puts into perspective um, why it caught me off guard when I watched it, why it catches everybody off guard. It's a perfect setup, you know? The way that it's like it's so dramatic... And the the way that it's filmed looks looks to be of the period, yeah. And it the quality really matches something filmed from that time. Everything he's wearing and like everything in the room and the background and everything, it's all era correct to be like. So you assume that this is really the shit. It's really from. 1980 yeah and all the shit he's talking about is on some fucking uh predicting the future shit and but then, then again all you really need is your grandma's house and an old camera and your grandpa's suit and you can make it happen you know what i mean like you could film something like that and just take all the modern stuff out i'm sure that people still have living rooms that are filled with stuff that are just from back in the day so yeah i'm not saying like it's impossible yeah I'm just saying that they made it very believable. Yeah, and that's where this that's where the supposedly part comes in because this video was uploaded and then 
uh, there was another video that was uploaded a few years later that was so this channel paranormal 74 only has five videos so there's the first original video of him making the predictions then there's a video of him moving a glass of water with his mind some telekinesis experiment that was released shortly after the predictions one and then three years later was him saying that he's never been to california because this first video was filmed in california and he said that he had to leave france because of one of his predictions that he made came true and it made him have to leave the country. He was real cryptic about that. And that, he said that in the beginning and I didn't even notice it, but that shrouded him in some sort of mystery right away to where you're like, wait, what's going on with this guy? You know what I mean? It kind of changed your outlook on it. And then, yeah, that's weird. and then this video comes out of him saying that he's never been, uh, to like California or the United States, he's not Jacques Nitzerman. He's never made these predictions that he works at this institute that this guy claims to work at and that that's normal, but he's not part of any secret society. And it turns into this weird conspiracy thing. And then that's when the internet goes crazy about is it real? Is it fake? What the fuck's going on with this? Did this guy really make these predictions? People start analyzing the video. And then come in Luke and Mac. Explain who Luke and Mac are. Um, they're... I don't know. They're, so supposedly in the video it says they're... Um, um, I don't know. They're, it, it looks like they're just some kids that run a channel on YouTube that is like an investigative channel and they say that in their story they say that they just came across the video and they thought it was interesting so they wanted to like do some research and try to figure out what was going on and it, um, so they they try to get in contact and they go through steps and and try to figure out how to uh, vouch if it's real and their their channel has like two hundred subscribers. Yeah, and um, that's so and and the other guy's channel, Paranormal Seventy Four, only has a thousand something subscribers. But the original video of the predictions, it says Psychics Predictions for two thousand twelve, so you can look it up. That's what the, that's what it's called. Yeah. And that video has uh, almost two million views. Yeah. So it's but, like um that channel only has a thousand followers, so Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Shit. that I'm pretty sure that these Luke and Matt guys didn't have some sort of channel where they made videos and debunked things. I think that these are the only videos that they had. And I'm sure that I could find out pretty quick just by looking it up. But if that is the case, if these are the only videos they had, then these guys came out of nowhere with a pretty professional looking established YouTube show and started making these short episodes that are like five minutes long and they're uh, trying to debunk this video. They're taking it to a video analyzer that proves that it was of the time period. They're, you know, doing all this shit, trying to figure out who the guy is. And I'm looking at their videos right now. And it looks to me that 
these are. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. The need some in case. So, Paranormal 74 comes out of nowhere four years ago. And then at the same time, Luke and Matt come out of nowhere. And one guy's posting the video claiming it's real. These other guys are critiquing the video. And then this movie starts getting announced for the Nietzscheman film, and it becomes this whole conspiracy thing. Yeah, so we can't confirm or deny anything yet, except for um, that the video is legit old video. It's not HD. It's from an old camera for sure, which says there's a possibility of it being old. Um, the, the time frame seems to be legit. The original video was actually uploaded in 2012. So it could have been like, a, uh, if it, if you want to say you're on the side of it being real, you could say like, okay, maybe it was like a dead man switch or something like that to where maybe the guy died and then the shit got fucking sent to paranormal and he uploaded it or something. Who knows? Because this guy on Paranormal doesn't seem like, uh, you know, I don't know. He seems like every other conspiracy guy. Yeah, he's like, he's <laughs> a total conspiracy, tired. total conspiracy theorist talking about how everyone's trying to cover it up. And, you know, maybe he's a really good character or maybe it's legit. And there's that guy who we saw a video of him talking about how, uh, what was he saying? He was talking about how they're making the movie. They recorded him without him knowing, and uh, now this movie's coming out, and he's in it, and everybody's trying to cover it up because Luke and Mac are saying that the movie's fake, and now the director's coming out and saying that it was all a hoax, but Paranormal 74, instead of being like, yeah, we got you, he's like, no. He's still sticking to his character, and he's like, no, this is bullshit. Like, you know, it's fucking crazy. They're just trying to cover it up. And then there's this actor guy, some French actor, who looks like Jacques Nietzscheman. And there was a video with him, and he was saying, you know, everybody's, like, like attacking me online, writing me angry letters. People are trying to interview me. These guys talk to me with a hidden camera, and I just want to be left alone. Like, I'm not this guy. I never pretended to be this guy. Leave me alone. But now we have the director over here going, yeah, me and my friend, this French actor, we got together and fucking put a wig on him and made this video. So that's not good for him if he's not involved, if he just looks like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh, it's definitely a weird case. And we're not here to promote the movie at all, like I said. Don't watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so strange. Like, you really have to... Uh... You really have to go down the hole, the rabbit hole, and go watch it. Like, um, it puts it, it puts it more into perspective when you watch the guy because you see like his body language and you see like how he reacts to stuff when he talks about it, and you see like how he kind of like guides the story or whatnot. You know, you you. You have a different sense, even though it's French. You still understand, you know. You you see what he's talking about and like the way he's saying stuff. And and if you pay attention to the words, you you could tell what he's 
what the subtitles are saying is right. Yeah. You know? So And I'm sure I'm sure there's plenty of people out of these two million that have watched it that speak French and would be all over it and be like, Yeah, this isn't right. They just took his took some old interview from this guy and tweaked the words and made it sound like a bunch of shit from today. Like all of his predictions came true. You know what I mean? One of the comments is, you guys remember that one time we all died from aliens in 2012? <laughs> 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 oh, it's so perfect. Fuck. You, you remember? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys remember? I do. I remember. Mm-hmm. But, so uh, funny. But it was perfect timing. If it was, see, that's why, because it's so believable that it was all a publicity stunt in a viral marketing scheme for a movie because they, uh, they did it like right in 2012 when everybody was freaking out about the Mayan calendar and the end of the world. And I remember at the beginning of 2012, a lot of people, a lot of rational people, had this feeling like, well, this could be it. So last year on Earth, you know what I mean? Like fucking live it up. And people like were were easily pulled into stories like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get you give them a guy um, from back in the day that made nine correct, you know, predictions and then one more that hasn't happened yet. Because all at once, yeah, right. Yeah, all at once. And you're like, fuck, well this could happen. Yeah, so you're like, oh shit, all this shit's adding up. Maybe there's something to this. Mm -hmm. And here we are, four years later, still thinking, you know, maybe there's something to this. You know, um, <laughs> it's 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 done very well. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, if it's if it's a hoax, it's fucking great. Somebody's really smart and did a great job. And if it if there's some truth to it, then holy shit, you know. Because the things that make it want to be believable is like when you look at real life um, predictions from certain people, a lot of people have predicted crazy things. Some, yeah. some people really did predict 9-11 before it happened. Some people did um, predict the uh, first and the first time or the first two times that the fucking Twin Towers got hit before the planes you know like yep. they were uh they were attacked like two other times before that or something once was a car blown up in the garage underneath the building and like um a lot of shit so um pe people can really be pretty dead on and w the way that they did this made it seem like who the fuck is this guy he doesn't really have anything to like benefit or gain from it and that's those are the ones that kind of like make it believable, you know. And then um, you look at real life guys like Edgar Casey, you know. Yeah. Edgar, Edgar Casey is a crazy dude, and he predicted a lot of shit, bro. And um, even Atlantis and like other things. And I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to discredit. Um, when somebody gets stuff wrong after they've gotten so many things right. Yeah, exactly. You, you know what I mean? It's really like, it's like, holy shit. And when you I hear, say it's not, when, when you hear of all these people like in history that have predicted things correctly, and I myself have seen like in real life, not on YouTube or on my Facebook feed or something, like in real life, I've seen two separate times somebody say, 
there's going to be an earthquake and then an earthquake happens like within the next half hour. And it's like people can have this like kind of sixth sense of things that are about to happen. Some people are more aware of it or more fixated on it. And some people are just crazy. But I think that it appeals to everybody because there's like, there's only a list of things that we have no idea about. And one of them is the future. Nobody knows what the future holds. You can only guess, but nobody knows where we're all going to be in a hundred years or where you're going to be in 20 years. When you start thinking about it, you freak out. And then you go back to like, back when everything was like amazing and cool and you were young again and the whole world was ahead of you. And I think that when somebody says, you know, this is going to happen in the future, it's almost like, like you have a, like you have a little ace up your sleeve and you're like, thanks bro. And you want to believe it because it's almost like, you know, what's going to come. Yeah. Well, some, some people have real life superpowers like that, you know, like some, some people are really just like super connected you know, and they can just pick up shit that others can't, you know, and um, I'm not like, I'm not opposed to any of that shit, just for the simple reasons, like I said before, about like Edgar Casey and other people like that. Look at uh, Wim Hof, he's a fucking, you know, he, that guy can control his whole body. Yeah, he's a superhero and, for sure. And he like does real shit that people didn't think were possible, well... I've been looking around at a lot of shit and there there's a lot of stuff like there's this um there's this little girl in India that um can see while blindfolded. She can ride a bike, she can draw whatever you draw, she could do all these things while blindfolded through like through like a third eye. Like she could just go out her body and do it. And, and then, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty intense. So when I look at things like this, uh, Nietzscheman thing, I'm like, well, shit, you know, I can't, can't discredit it solely on, uh, on the Luke and Mac or whatever, yeah. whatever their names are, you know, or like, or like the other craft guy that's, you know, so even if it's all fake, even if it's all fake, let's say let's say it is, let's say it's all fake, just for sport, there is people out there that are the equivalent to this Nietzsche guy. Yeah, let's just say that. Now whether they have the um, connections to like get out and be heard, or whether they even want to be heard, or like anything like that, they do exist. You know, there is people that just. Got, I be, I believe that you know a lot of the shit is, um, like mental superpowers. You know what I mean? Like we're just not as connected as we once were, and some people are still able to like access some of that connection. Some people are still able to like um, flex better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like fucking use their shit to where we we can't and it's it's from practice you know it's like from from putting it to use from actually doing the shit over and over yeah that's all it takes there's another kid in india 
that um, was meditating for, uh, he did it for like 11 months straight or some shit with no food or water. Yeah. And he was like, uh, yeah, and then they, they like uh, monitored him, some TV crew monitored him for like four days straight. Damn, and, that's insane. And never seen him eat or drink or anything. And uh, supposedly he had been there doing that for like 11 months. Something, something, something crazy. So, um, and if, if Wim Hof can do the shit he does by like just mentally controlling it, think of what like a master could do. Like somebody like on a on a Buddha level or like like a Buddhist monk status who just has fucking who's just like a mental giant, right? You know what I mean? That could just really use like the full potential power of like meditation and whatever else. You can go into another state, like an altered state of being or living, to where you can feed off of like air and minerals. And like other things, and be able to just sustain for like because you'd be able to like slow your heart rate down so much. Yeah, so your body doesn't consume as much. It's like you don't age or anything. It's like it's like you're frozen in time. That's crazy. Yeah, and there's yeah. people that dedicate their whole lives to that shit. Yeah, yeah. So like, think about that. You know, there's. Stories about like how it happens during like processions and like during the cornering of the procession and like how it takes fucking like the 13,000 years to reach the fucking end before you come around the curve and start the new cycle and like all the shit and um, the Buddhas happen at those times. Yeah. And like, um, other psychics and awakenings and people like that start to happen more often. And, uh, like, if you look at, at the way millennials are right now, there is, like, a, an awakening happening mainstream as well, just on the smaller level. If you look, um, millennials want all the things that equate to like a peaceful and loving environment yeah like it's like uh it's it's uh it's hard for older people to understand like what it is or like you know but it's something similar to that it's really what it is it's like a mass like change you know it's a change of like the way people are thinking it's a change of like people's feelings towards um, what their environment is around them. It's like a, it's a crazy thing. And it, and it is happening for sure. Shit that's happening today couldn't have existed 40 years ago, you know, and it just, um, wouldn't have happened. So like progressively we're fucking changing in a lot of ways for the better. So I don't know. It's crazy. That's, that's like when, when we come across something like this guy, it, it opens up your thinking to like, to like possibilities. You're like, oh shit, you know, regardless of whether this is real or not, you're like, how sick is that? How crazy would it be if somebody could just like really predict all those things and get it right? 
Yeah. How, how sick would it be if you were this little girl and you could fucking see blindfolded? How sick would it be fucking if you could control your body like Wim Hof or this fucking Buddha kid and you could just like, you know, know. And the, flex your mental fucking muscle. It's dope. Like and boss. how and how anybody that's seen like any Wim Hof stuff, you know that he can teach anybody how to do what he does, that he's not a special person. It's because he does these techniques and it's because of the repetition and actually putting in the time and doing it. And he's like, I could teach anybody how to do what I do. And he does. He actually has people come and he teaches them the Wim Hof method. And anybody can learn anything that anybody else can do, I think. Unless it's like, you know, maybe not the third eye thing, but maybe. But Yeah, you know, no, they say that yeah. anybody can. And maybe not uh, like the guy that sticks spoons to his body and shit. You might not be able to do that. But, uh, you know, a lot of these practices and these monks and all of these higher levels of thinking can be obtained if you just go and try to get them. Which is, uh, which is, I think, one of the dopest and most appealing parts about it is that it's not, you know, it is a superpower, but it's a superpower that anybody could get. Just like you could be, you know, like extremely strong and fit or extremely healthy if you just exercised or, you know, ate actual nutritious food instead of cheeseburgers and tacos all the time. I'm talking to me, not you. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree 100% <laughs> though because uh, I've been feeling it Yeah. myself, you know, like I eat different and all that stuff. So, so this is what I was thinking is, uh, say this video came out, somebody really gave it to some guy and some guy anonymously uploaded it onto YouTube. So say that this video comes out and the guy is not taking credit for it. He doesn't want to take credit for it. Doesn't want his name on it at all. Doesn't want to be connected to it. These kids find it. Start trying to figure out if it's a hoax. Have this idea. Maybe they got like a, like an uncle that's in the, and like a director or some sort of freelance cinematographer. And he's like, look, we're going to make a documentary based on this thing. And it'll, cause the documentary, I'm pretty sure is about them trying to find out if it's real or not, which you could do with anything. We can make a documentary right now trying to find out if the moon landing was real. And, you know, play some video on YouTube that's claiming that it's fake. And since the guy didn't want to take any credit for it, they just said that they made it. You know, there's two ways that they could have gone about making this documentary. One, we found a video online and we wanted, and we wanted to, uh, we wanted to find out if it was real. We wanted to interview these people and see what really happened. Or, they could say, we made this video, put it on YouTube, tricked everybody, got everybody talking about it, and then made this video about how we were trying to, or this documentary about how we were trying to figure out the video was real because we're really smart and this is a really deep thing that we did. So maybe they just took credit for the whole thing because nobody was there to say, you didn't make that, I made that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that I'm going to cling on to the possibility that this guy's real. I don't know. That this Needs Some In dude is legit. 
But now that I see it, like right next to, right right next to each other, the actor, like the French actor, <laughs> and then this other video, I think that it's clearly him. The one that I just sent you? No, because they have one that has a side by side. Look at the picture of the guy I just sent you, though. Here, let me see. Let me see this. Oliver it's... Sir John interview. Yeah. Oliver Sir John is his name. Let's see what this picture is all about. Olivier. Oh, is it Olivier Newton John? No. This is Sir a video. John. This is a video you sent me. What is it? I thought you were sending me a picture. Uh, no, there was a picture, that, like the thumbnail of the video was a picture of him. Oh, it didn't load. But uh, here, look at this. This will be fun for the viewers. Look at my screen, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this picture of him right here is clearly the same guy as in this video right here. So, I don't know, man. You guys go out there and figure it out for yourself. His yeah, name, his name is Jacques to, Nietzscheman. Look I'm it trying up. to figure it out right now. Yeah, we're still not sure is the thing. We we looked it up for fucking hours, <laughs> and, then, and then we talked about it for an hour, and we're still not sure if this is the same guy or not. Well, let's see. I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah, we will. Nope. It's not going to happen. To the bottom of it right now. We're going to find out who this other guy is at least. Oliver, Oliver Newton-John? Yeah. This guy is everywhere, so we'll find out if this is him. Um, I think it might be. It kind of looks like it's him. Or they just found... I mean, you're trying to tell me that you can't find... I could find a guy somewhere in the world that looks like you that's an actor. You know what I mean? I guess, okay. it's, I guess it's weird that they're both from France. Here he is. You keep fucking raindropping me. Tell me if... Uh, I'm sure that you slamming this, on your keyboard and dropping me raindrops is not an entertaining podcast. <laughs> sure it is. This guy looks exactly like him. So here's another twist. <laughs> this is crazy. He's... Okay, so this guy looks like fucking Ben Bailey from Cash Cab. Yeah, but imagine <laughs> with the glasses. Yeah, he definitely looks like him. So what do you think? It's him? Does he sound like him? I don't know. He was talking in the beginning. So he does noise comedy. He's like a Michael Winslow of France. Well, I don't know. He's the French Michael Winslow, the guy from Police Academy. You're making a big leap, bro. We saw a five-second clip. Here we go. He's like spinning with the record faster, and now he's just... not very good. Ah, no! Merci. 
Okay, okay, no, stop. No. Wait, wait. The other guy's voice next to it. What are you talking about? This play, guy? Sh- play Jacques' voice now next to that one. All right. That, so at the beginning of this video that I just sent you, is he talks in his regular voice at four seconds. Oui, j'ai, j'ai effectivement toujours des, des right. images, notamment, Here's Jacques. Euh, notamment des images très très fortes en ce qui concerne en fait la, la l'énergie nucléaire. Voilà. Okay, now here's Olivier. Bonjour John, voici la première étape de votre mission. Mais avant toute chose, veuillez changer les pistes. Puisque nous arrivons vers la fin de l'énergie euh, du pétrole, euh, on l'a bien vu ce qui s'est passé là sur ces dernières années. Mais avant toute chose, et donc on va vers les piles de ce magnétophone. J'ai oublié de le faire. <laughs> I think it's him, huh? Yeah, I think it could be him. I think it is him. Yeah. Okay, so then it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Busted. We did it. We fucking busted it, son. All right. Well. Let's say That's how you bust it. Uh, so let let's say who's the fucking real mastermind then? Is it Tard Boy over at Paranormal Seventy <laughs> Four? Uh, Do you think he's the originator? Who who really put it all together? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's I think it's Kraft. Nah, I think Kraft did it. He's got no followers. You think Kraft is the poster boy? No, I think he's got no followers. I don't I don't know who could have done it. That's what I'm saying. Like, how how do all these guys know each other? What's the common denominator? <laughs> yeah, you know, like who who fucking how do they, these guys? Um, Luke and Mac connected yeah. to Paranormal seventy four. Yeah, connected to Olivier Sir John. Connected to fucking who else? Uh, Connect- I don't know. Connected to uh, what's his face? Um. Look at the way that has <laughs> This is him. I lost the last person. Well, so we, we found out that it's fake, but now we still don't know why. To sell the movie, that's why. Well, yeah, no. Which, which, we we which, always knew why. Which we urge you not to watch. Yeah, we always knew that was why. That was never a, a issue. We We said from the beginning. Yeah. That that was the reason why they were trying to sell the movie. The point wasn't the connection. Uh, the connection between them all. Yeah, yeah. The point. Really it's still didn't a mystery. If it was fucking real or fake, it was just cool that uh, you know the suspense of like being able to predict stuff like that. Yeah. And then predicting the future is a huge theme for us because uh, we predicted some things. We did. That might be coming true. And I'm very interested in it. I know you kind of are too. Also, um, there's uh, a lot of stuff that I'm really into that was cool back in the day, like in the 50s and around that era, they used to predict a lot of like what the future would look like. And like they, they predicted uh, a lot of really cool stuff. And there's a, there's like a documentary or something I'm trying to find that I haven't been able to find yet, and it's called uh, um, "Transportation of the Future" or something like that. Yeah, and I, I've only seen clips of it in other YouTube movies, but uh, it looks really dope, and it's all about like 
um, different variations of ideas for like how transportation would work and shit like that in the future. And it was like um, all roads were like lifted way up, and and then um, they had these propeller like subway trains that would run, <laughs> and they would be like up on this tall rail and they'd be underneath the rail and have a propeller that would power them along the rail or whatever and yeah. take them above this high rise around the city and like that's crazy um yeah and all roads were like everything was up way up off the ground and, yeah. and so the regular ground was for people and that's how walk. that's how it always was in like movies and shit in like the 70s and the 80s whenever they would do future movies Every, yeah. all the roads were up high or everyone was just flying yeah, and they predicted like a lot of cool things, like um, helicopter planes. Um, they just like I don't know all the ideas that they were coming up with that they thought would happen in the future were so legit. You know, they were cool things that um, were some of them were still kind of waiting for, but a lot of them did happen, just not in the way that we wanted them to happen. You know, yeah. So, um, predicting the future like that is a super dope theme. And I think it's also really important because, you know, imagination is the first step to innovation. And for someone to go, hey, wouldn't that be cool if we had this, pushes smarter people to actually make that. Exactly. And it, and it's it's like it puts it in, it throws it into the universe. Like yeah, once, makes it, once makes it's it out possible. There, yeah, exactly. Once it's out there, it's like a reachable destination. And, and a lot of the cool things that, like, in the 50s when they're predicting that stuff, or even, like, Edgar Casey in his day, when he's predicting shit, people are like, yeah, fucking right. Yeah. Everybody's going to laugh at you when you make predictions. And they're going to say, oh, you're fucking crazy. That's never going to happen. And, and, and then the shit eventually becomes a thing and science fiction does it all the time certain people did it you know a lot of things or whatever so it by the time it becomes a reality then you're like um then people are like oh maybe he wasn't so crazy but by then they're already been scorned and fucking shit on for so long that they don't want to make predictions anymore <laughs> right <laughs> you know and uh the same thing is probably happening now like if you look at um science fiction of today or things of that nature and people are trying to predict the future nowadays we're all saying the same thing we're like yeah right that's crazy it's never gonna happen but 50 years from now who fucking knows what's gonna happen because in the last 50 years we've advanced more than the last fucking all of humanity yeah so like in the next 50 years who's to say what kind of crazy fucking advances we're about to make you know what i mean like and um you gotta study the past to kind of like see the future and that's yeah that's, that's where it's all at and that's why we're all about the member berries because member. it's all about studying the past to get to the future so keep your imaginations alive keep thinking keep wishing for a better future and we're we're living it every day yeah and go watch this guy anyways because it's a cool video it was funny yeah go check him out scary no just copy and paste the name of this episode into youtube and have fun have a great day on YouTube. Tripping out. This episode's brought to you by YouTube. The Berry Podcast.